Hey everyone and welcome back to class. This is Class 1A, a My Hero Academia podcast presented by Popped Off. As always, my name is Andrew Nimsgren alongside your other homeroom teachers, James Graham and Dylan Beal. You know our hero names, you know all about us. We are just here to talk My Hero Academia each and every week. But before we talk about that, how are you guys doing today? I'm tired. Good. I'm tired and I'm already emotionally strained. Staying healthy out there, you staying safe. Yeah, hiding in your houses for the rest of the six months. Well, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm nice and quarantined. <laughs> I'm nice and quarantined watching some anime. It's great. I think for like our segment of the population, gamers and anime watchers, quarantine could be the best thing to happen because we all have those games we haven't had the chance to catch up on and those animes we haven't got around to watching yet. So being forced to stay home for two weeks is just a blessing in disguise. I think a lot of people couldn't take it. We already do that by choice. So we already have a step upon everyone else, right? I've left the house in weeks. So, I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you joke, but I actually don't know if you have left the house in weeks. James. No, believe it or not, I left yesterday. But. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. But you're not here to talk about our. We're not here to talk about our quarantine. We're here to talk about my hero. And before we do that, um, just kind of want to go through the normal rigmarole. Um, we want to have the movie review by end of month. We have one holdout, which I will not say their name. Um, okay, to be fair, there is a pandemic going on right now. You I can't go to the theater. Host a My Hero Academia podcast, and you had about two weeks before the uh, that epidemic happened, and you didn't see it. Is it I don't an academic or a pandemic? What is it? Epidemic. Epidemic. Uh, no, isn't it the same thing? No, it's different. It, I thought it was what's a, the difference? I don't. know. It doesn't matter. The point is, <laughs> I had, I had, I had. The stuff point going is, on. you're a really bad host. No, no, I had stuff going on the last couple weeks. No, he's I, been I busy. Know, know. Slack. But by the end of the month, we want to have this recorded. We're going to put Dylan in a hazmat suit and send him to a theater sometime soon. And then we'll record it after that. Um, but outside of that, no other announcements or anything like that. We're chugging along. We only have, two, what, two, three episodes? Three episodes remaining after this week, I believe. We did the no math way. last week, Dylan. Last yeah, week it was two. Or last week it was three, so it has to be two this week. Two. This is episode 23. No. I don't know. We're bad at episodes. I'll talk about it later. I'll recap that later. Um, but we're getting down to the end of the season. But no other news besides that. Yeah. And make sure you tell your friends about us. Leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Yeah. And if you have any suggestions uh, for the show, like how to get Dylan into a theater without him getting infected, um, let us know over on Twitter at popped underscore off or email us at contact at popped off.com. Okay. This was episode 22, so there's three after this. There we go. There we go. Confirming the number. Um, But yes, so let us jump into our weekly recap of the My Hero Academia anime with season four, episode 22, School Festival Start. Now the 18th episode of the season have School Festival in the title, but whatever. Um, we start off by recapping the major events of Deku's and Gentle Criminal's interactions from the last week and leads right up to where the fight continues. We go back to UA before continuing the fight where we see Kendo and part of Class 1B getting ready for their play and then Kendo and the beauty pageant. We see Hado and Amajiki also getting ready and last year's winner of the beauty pageant is also there and pretty much is just turning into a little bit of a tension situation 
and everyone's just really excited and getting ready for the school festival in their own ways. We also see Mirio and Eri on their way to UE, UA. Mirio's going through their schedule for the day and how um, excited they both kind of seem to be part of it all of it and asking Eri if she's excited to see Midoriya. Hatsume is just finishing up her pre- presentation and is told to pretty much go take a shower because as we know two weeks ago she said she doesn't take showers so this is an incredibly important thing to do before her presentation. Um, and then we also see All Might and Midnight talking a little bit about Deku's request to leave campus earlier in the morning and how he's pretty much cutting it close. And obviously we jump back to Deku to see why he's cutting it close. Um, as we see that Deku remembers that Gentle can't really stop his own quirk. So he uses the same crane to launch himself at Gentle Criminal and La Brava. In order to um, be able to get a shot in him after having his last one reflected, he remembers exactly where the air discs were placed, and then he bounced one of his shots off him to reflect it into Gentle Criminal. Deku has them both pinned down, telling them to give up. Labrava talks about how normally Gentle would give up by now, and that they just use his quirk to, uh, her quirk to kind of run away, but he seems a little different today and much more determined to make it happen. Um, we learn about how in uh, Labrava's past and how she was mocked for a love letter she gave in middle school and how she was kind of accused of having some stalker tendencies um, and more or less gave up on life until she saw Gentle's video and kind of learned about him. Um, she went to find Gentle and join him. Being with um, him made her happy and she talks about how Gentle was accepting of her feelings, kind of understanding and just really helped her as a person and kind of gave her a new meaning to life. Labrava tells Gentle that she loves him in this moment, which activates her quirk titled Love. By saying that she loves someone, she can power that person up. The deeper the love, the more powerful the love is, and she can. Um, and in a crisis, that love's power can be ten times stronger. Well, this is pretty much a gentle's version of just going Super Saiyan, and they pretty much just jump across the sky, clashing back and forth like in every single anime fight scene you've ever seen in your life. Um, and pretty much, gentle doesn't like brute force. Um, so he tries to knock out Deku in a single hit, but Deku isn't done and talks about how he's fought stronger. Um, back at UA, the school festival has officially started. Gentle and uh, Deku's second round fight starts at the same time. Um, we fl- get a flashback to young Gentle Criminal slash Tobita, which is his real name. I don't know if we ever learned his um, full name in this episode. I might have missed it here. Um, but pretty much we learned that Gentle really wasn't that great of a student, and he failed his hero license exam four times. His school is saying that, yeah, we're not really that prestigious. We know your goal is to kind of become a hero and go down the textbooks, but we recommend you just kind of withdraw. You're not that good at being a hero. Um, later on that day or that week or sometime around then, Virgil tries to use his quirk to save a falling person. He puts one of the air desks there, but it actually stops a flying hero from saving the person, and the person bounces off that, and then the um, like window washing station also bounces off that and lands on top of them. Totally don't know how this person survived. They said he just had bad injuries, but he's still alive. But nonetheless, he was charged with um, kind of obstructing a hero from saving the day. He withdraws from his schools, and his parents basically turn his back on him, and he pretty much seems to go on his own. Um, a couple years later, Gentle finds an old classmate who's already started his own agency, but the hero doesn't remember Gentle at all. He feels like his dreams of becoming a hero that's going to go down in the textbooks is already over. So he turned to villainy as his chance to become famous. It starts to become clear that Deku and Gentle's motivations are somewhat similar. They kind of have a conversation as they're going back and forth saying that we're fighting kind of for the same reason. You can tell that a respect between the two starts to grow as they continue to fight. Um, Labrava tries to start her hack on UA and take down the security systems, but it's just a little bit too far away. 
She runs closer to UA, but Hound Dog and Ectoplasm are searching the area nearby, seem to know that something's going on. Gentle tries to go in for a uh, finishing blow, just kind of saying that I'm really not one to try to defeat someone like this. I usually run away, but out of respect, I must do this. Um, but Deku shoots him out of the air and then uses a St. Louis smash. Dylan, what you talked about last week, we wanted more cities and we got it um, to beat Gentle. The Bravo comes back to tell Gentle that the pro heroes are coming and Love's power has worn off. Um, Gentle tells the Bravo to run away, but he knows she won't. And she just comes over and hits Deku over and over again, telling him to let Gentle go. Gentle is her only light. Gentle powers up using the power of love one last time so that Deku is not there in a fight as a pro hero show up to try to make things not as bad for them. Um, just as he throws him away, Gentle admits defeat to Deku that you stood up for everything you believe in and won. And as the heroes show up, he turns himself over to UA. And that is where the episode ends. So we talked about a little bit before the show got started, obviously. But we're all on board that this was a pretty damn good episode. It was. It was good. Yeah, it's like the, the group consensus. It was a pretty pretty wicked episode. It's, yeah, I mean, the fight scene was great. The backstory from LeBron and Gentle really made me love the characters more. Seeing Deku even. Just seeing everyone ready for this cool festival, like, there wasn't a moment in this episode I don't think I liked. Even though it probably it's not my favorite episode ever. Just throughout the entire both watch-throughs, I'm like, yes. I just want to keep watching this. I want to always feel like this when I'm watching the show. And it's great. Um, I, I did have one question, though. Um, yeah. About like something that happened towards the end. I just didn't know what was going on. Why did he kick Deku away? Why did he do that? Because I, I thought Be- he, he did that to get away, but he didn't get away. I think he was doing it to get away from like like from Deku just so he could go to the school. Like he was basically just trying to buy himself time. That's what I gathered at least. Like right before the pro hero showed up? Yeah, like like the three seconds before they showed up. Like he, yeah. he kicked them off and started hugging Labrava. To me, it was that if he's fighting a UA student, that's going to be a little bit more severe. Because when they showed up, um, they pretty much just said, I tripped over a pebble. I'd like to turn myself in. And kind of making it seem like he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time and UA discovered him there rather than he was fighting a student, a.k.a. a hero, which is obviously a much worse thing than just trespassing on UA grounds. Yeah, that makes sense. That's how I took it because he said I tripped over a pebble to kind of make up for why he looks that way. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know if that's exactly right. I'm sure someone no, we'll, we'll, correct us on canon. that. No, it's canon. It's canon now. We're, we're that's canon. It's canon, yeah. We're sticking with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... I am now a writer for My Hero Academia. I have moved up in the world very quickly. I now decide what is canon. Um, but, okay, yeah, even even going back to that, obviously that was at the very end. But um, let's, let's talk about kind of the school festival a little bit more before we jump into the fights and all that. Because it's obviously how we started the episode right before the fight actually got going. Do we think we're going to see the beauty pageant happen? I think Quick question. Yeah, I think we we're definitely. We have to at this yeah. point, right? There's been so much random energy put into it yeah. that if we don't see it, I feel like it's a disappointment and it'll be so much build up for nothing. I think we're even going to see like Hatsume's like she's going to have like a spotlight too, I think. Like nothing crazy, but I think she's definitely going to be like mentioned. I actually yeah. want to I actually want to go all the way back to the very beginning of the episode with Minata and well, two things. One, how big Minata. is that not Minata, uh Mirio. Because, like, I, one, I didn't know how big that car was. Because he was in the what looked to be the driver's seat, but they were in a cab. 
So You're I was like, so small. <laughs> she was like so <laughs> tiny. But the other thing the was, small to, bean. they uh, they also like they showed his quirk. Like they showed he had a quirk. Like in like the what? little like like so like whenever they show a character for the first time like in an episode, they'll show their quirk like in like just basically characters on the side. They're still doing it for Mirio. Well, yeah, I mean, he's still associated with a quirk. I know, but they like I have they have stated that there's a chance eventually Mirio <laughs> can replace his power. So like they're not yeah. saying he's quirkless. He's just quirkless for now. I guess so. I think I don't know. To me it was just kind of weird that they were like because something is like so well known that he doesn't have a quirk anymore for the time being at least. And then to still mention it, to me, it was just a little weird. But that's all I wanted to bring up. I, I guess I didn't, I didn't catch that, but yeah. We, we, it's already kind of canon that like, oh yeah, eventually Eerie will bring you back your power. We yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. In the show. So I guess it's saying he's quirkless. And then, because what if someone started watching now and it says quirkless and then all of a sudden this whole arc kind of comes by like that. I think wow. it's still acknowledging you that start, it has. If you start watching now, <laughs> there is some shit you got to catch there up on. There are some random you can't tell me that you haven't jumped randomly into a show at just such a random time. And not like I, I don't, never, never, really? never in anime. Never in actually come to think of it. Okay, never. Not with anime. I, I guess I've watched like random Naruto episodes. I'm going back and watching Naruto right now. And I think I actually watched season two of My Hero before I watched season one. I mean, the most shows Why? that I'll jump in. Yeah, wait. well, I watched like the first couple episodes because it was like airing live. So I watched it, and then I went back and caught up between like a week. So I watched like three episodes of season two, and then watched season one. Oh, no, dude. no, that, that would, no, that would give me anxiety. Yeah, no, I, I see a show I start <laughs> liking, and I go immediately have to go to first episode. I can't jump in anywhere else. See, but this was early on before I was of me. So before I, I was me, I did with um, a, I did that with Ace of Diamond too. I watched like the first episode of like the newest season. I was like, wait a second, what am I doing? And then I went all. Of, like, I think like, one episode's fine, but like diving into three, that's like that's a bit much, Andrew. Come on. <laughs> All right, all right, uh, let's move on. I am not here to be attacked on my own goddamn podcast. Um, okay, so yeah, school festival. Um, the, we're going to see the show for sure. We're going to see the beauty pageant. We, I agree with Hatsumi probably getting a spotlight. They've given her a lot of energy this time. So, with not, three episodes we're remaining, do we think we get all of that next week? No, I think we get the concert next week. That seems to be the big thing alluded to. Um, I don't think we get. We're gonna get a twenty-two minute concert. We're gonna, I mean, get, like, we're gonna get both. We're gonna get both. I think. Is yeah. next week the end of the school festival? No, no. It, I think I think there's gonna be two episodes. Yeah, I think it'll be two, and there'll probably be conflict in the second one. Yeah, you could say that. I like yeah. that. All right, now we can move on to the core part of the show. I just wanted to get the cool school festival talk out of the way. Um, let's just yeah, the gentle Midori fight. I mean. We're, we can talk about the Brahma's backstory, we can talk about Gentle's backstory, we can just talk about the fight in general, which was a lot more exciting than I thought it was going to be. Dude, Gentle knows how to throw down if he has to. I love it. Like uh I, got, gotta give it gotta give it to Deku for not for being that crafty little prick he can be. And like like lining up the air jab, like basically like off the the elasticity, like that was I was like, damn dude, that's pretty slick. I was pretty happy with that. But yeah, then we got Labrava's quirk, which I think we all thought was something else, but we kind of got it revealed in her back. Like, I had no idea what it was. I had, well, I, we I think I know did not know what it was going to be. Not last week, but the week when when I was on, we were kind of talking about like it was probably like something hacking related or like computer related, but that was just like we find out in the, of course in this episode that that was just like a passion of hers. Um, 
Yeah, like, in the first time we've heard about, like, somebody, like, debating suicide in the show, like, yeah, ever. Yeah, that was really interesting. That, yeah, like, uh, maybe I'll just give, maybe I'll just say goodbye to life. I'm like, that's straight up saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's suicide. Like, yeah. That, that seems like a lot for this show that we usually don't see much about. It, that sounds like one of those, like, versions, though, that, like, you say, like, to get around, like, a filter of some sort. Like, yeah. when you're typing, like, that's like a, like a Roblox thing. Like, I'm gonna say goodbye <laughs> to life. Yeah, yeah, it's a robot. Well, it is, thing. but it still has the same meaning, especially when she. I mean, I guess that was middle school, so I guess maybe she was saying that in Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> the age group lines up, yeah. but there's a big gap. I mean, because I looked up on the Wikipedia a little bit, like she joined La Brava when she was 18. She joined. You was, mean joined Gentle when she, she was Gentle? 18. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the third year in middle school, you're like twelve. So she given up on life for like she was just sat at a computer for six years until she found gentle. Yeah, she was kind of what that. She was a neat. She was, she a, was a neat dude. Yeah. yeah, she was a hikikomori. I don't. I don't get that reference. I don't want to get that reference. No, no, it's 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 just like a shut in. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah, I guess we because we never got the time difference, but I'm like yeah. Like, Six years just felt like a very long time for that gap to be, or however long that is actually between the two. But, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. LaBrava's quirk was, I, I liked it. I mean, I think it really fit with her character. I mean, we knew she was, I mean, she gave off stalker vibes from the beginning, and I could kind of see why she was bullied for that, but really it's just her personality because of her quirk. I mean, it, it all makes sense of why. Yeah, she a lot, so- a lot more lines up with it. Like once you know, kind of like the full, the full picture, right? Yeah, that that's, yeah. Like obviously, quirks can have an effect on someone, especially like that when you literally power someone else up with love. You want to fully give yourself into everyone that you care about. Yeah. But I just thought that was such it was such an interesting way to make the gentle and Deku fight more interesting too. I mean, once you like, you saw like once Deku got the air shot in, like you said, like okay, well, gentle really has no chance now. I mean. He has a couple of cool abilities there. We saw the gentle sandwich or whatever it was. Like, obviously, there are things that he could do. But once Deku learned that, like, oh, yeah, I can just kind of use his own quirk against him. Like, yeah. that normal fight would have been over. And that's kind of what I was worried about this whole time. I'm like, 1v1, like, gentle can't beat Deku really at all. Like, well, we saw him yeah. running away pretty much all of last week. But, like, if they're sitting there and fighting in the woods, like, gentle's not going to win. So it was a really good way to explain the relationship between the two of them mm. to make the fight more interesting and to kind of explain how gentle is actually a real villain and actually getting away with all the stuff like who knows like that could have happened in the one video when it got cut well um dylan they well, no, it, it, it they said that they only use it to get away yeah because it, it doesn't align with it doesn't align with gentle's like core fundamentals like he never wants to fight he never wants to do anything so this is the first time they ever actually use her quirk for often well no 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 i mean self-defense i mean we saw i mean self-defense be- no, no 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 not self-defense only to get away they said like yeah they, to they get they, away they, yeah, they never well, said yeah. to fight other people well, yeah, but he is continuing in the mission and fighting through him. But like at the supermarket, he defeated those villains. No but he was, but but he, Heroes. but he, but he wasn't, but he wasn't glowing. And I think that's the big, the, the big indicator. But they cut the camera. We don't know that he walked out. He wa- He was at the in front of the. He was in front of the supermarket, and he was not glowing. 
the thing was shaking still. I think he 100% did that with elasticity. I think, like... Yeah, and, and they did say it was only to get away. Like, specifically, get away. Like, it, it's self-defense and, like, getting away is, like, two different things. Yeah, so... And, like, so I, I, I'm, I'm 100% on, like, Dylan's side that they've only ever used this to escape. They've never actually gone, like, offensive. They've never gone in self-defense. Because, technically, that's all this fight was, was self-defense. Like, because... Cause gentle just mm. gentle just wanted to deal with Deku so he could get to the school. That's not self defense. That is literally f- <laughs> that's going. That is fighting through an obstacle. I to mean, your goal. like yeah, okay, but Deku kept chasing. Deku was like, "You're an old man. I just wanted to beat the shit out of you." That's self defense. <laughs> I don't. I, like I don't think. Deku. I need to beat. I don't think. I don't think actually gentle's goal. that old. Like I don't think he's actually. No, like, I think he's like thirty. Yeah, because we seen him when he was twenty two, and that was like early on in his. No, but James, if, if that is your definition of that's my definition of self defense. Like I don't, it, never I don't know. own a gun because that is not how self defense works, and you will not get away with that. Uh, I don't, Andrew. I don't want to get into Canada's strict laws of gun control up here. That's true. You're <laughs> in Canada. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, LeBrava's backstory. I made me care more for the character. Like I said, I always like LeBrava more out of the two of them. Her backstory and her relationship to LeBrava. Still curious where the hell her parents are. Like, I uh, guess she I mean, was 18, like, so she could leave the house. She could do whatever she wanted. But did she not go to high school? Like, did she never go to high school? She really did. Her parents let her sit there for six years and then go away with a man old, 10 years older than her? Just, I mean, a little bit of questions, but who cares? I I still love those two as characters. I mean, we see some we see some queer, like questionable parenting decisions in this show all the time. So I'm not even, like, I'm not even phased. You had a guy, like, you had a guy breeding quirks, and everybody was okay with that. So <laughs> that's true. We have just kind of completely moved on from that, haven't we? Yeah, I haven't. So. I still think about it. Yeah, you remember. It. I, you I think remember. about it every time I see the the the, uh, the closer because it's always meant. It's always there, right? So that's true, actually. Yeah. But um, uh, okay, so let's move over to Gentle's backstory a little bit. We talked a little bit about it already, but kind. Of, I mean, not the exact same reason as Deku, but they both just want to be heroes Deku definitely was more towards I want to save everyone and become the greatest hero by doing so while Gentle's just like I pretty much want to be known for the rest of time and go down in textbooks but it's it's a very similar thought and as you kind of see in the fight that Gentle's now fighting for LeBrava as much as she's as he's fighting for like his own goals too which is pretty much everything Deku does Deku is in that fight right now because he wants to protect everything that UA is doing so much in the school festival and all the hard work there. So I really kind of liked where they drew comparisons between the two. It's like, yeah, like these two def- aren't that different. Like if a couple things went different for Gentle, like Gentle and Deku could be very good friends or kind of like a mentor and mentee figure with how similar they view things. Yeah, so well, I think that was a really cool comparison to make them more interesting of a like interaction. Yeah, gentle is literally just Deku, but like failed at doing it. Like, I mean, like he didn't have he didn't have the grades. And less powerful. Well, I mean, like I yeah, that's best part of failing to do it. Yeah, but like I mean, like like quirks aside, because we've we've already seen that quirks. Like I mean, like yeah, they they sometimes dictate like where you fall on like the hero scale. But like I mean, elasticity is a pretty like even as even as like a rescue hero. Like I mean, he that's still pretty like that's still a pretty effective quirk, right? So that's true, that's right? True. But I mean, like his execution just wasn't as good. He didn't have the academics. But like the dude was unfazed. Like the dude was like, no, no, no. Like I, I'm still gonna get this. I'm still gonna do it, right? I, I honestly, I found I found Gentle's backstory like way more, way more sad than Labrava's. Like yeah, I, oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, like, just, like, the whole thing with his parents, and then, like, after him just trying to save this dude. Because, like, I mean, he he literally did exactly, like, I mean, I, you could almost, like, pull up, like, a frame-by-frame comparison of Deku and Gentle, like, running towards the same scene. Because they both did it, they both, like, the, the big, the big-ass trope is, you know, you, you move towards somebody without thinking, and you just try and intervene. And that's exactly what Gentle did. And I think that's what made it, like, that much more sad for me, is because it, like, it was it was an exact parallel of Deku, so it just it just went horrible because there was a hero there that could have done something, where in Deku's case none of the heroes were appropriately suited for the situation, right? Like it it was it was it was just uncanny, like how how well they delivered that, and it went to shit for Gentle, like it just went it went like zero to one hundred real fast, and I still don't know how that guy lived, but. He, he lived. <laughs> so, I guess, I guess, like, from the, from the elasticity, it, like, broke the fall initially, I guess, but, like. Yeah, that's true. It only fell on him from, like, five feet instead of, like, 80 feet. 80 feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So, I mean, but. I mean, I was fully prepared for my hero to show blood. Yeah. I'm like, this dude has got to be splattered. I haven't seen, I haven't seen, like, a stain style, like, you know, like. Exactly. Victim They've in a while. shown blood before. But I, I didn't, I did not see the parallels between, obviously I saw the parallels like, oh, like he's like Deku where he ran up, like he's willing to make that move, but I didn't think of that way. Like, oh yeah, like Deku, like what if Deku had a quirk? Like he could have absolutely done the same thing. Like if he had yeah. a quirk at that age that he couldn't con- completely control, he could have hurt Bakugo and try to trying to save him or hurt himself or hurt a bystander. Like it's true that, like, yes, a good hero needs to always be able to run in the face of danger and try to do that. But until you're a real hero, you can still seriously hurt yourself and other people are doing so. And that's kind of what this show. And I think it's a little extreme. Like, obviously, it's, like it's a bad situation that the dude lived. Like, I don't know. Like, he's a high school student at this point. Like, yeah. are they going to charge him with that? Like, he's a hero high school student. That Yes, you're not supposed to use your quirks like to fight or anything like that. But, like, he clearly wasn't trying to killed the dude he was trying to help and it was just a bad series of events like yeah and it I, feels extreme i feel like that's part of like a just a backstory reason i feel like um I, UA I, students have gotten down to much worse things but like i mean so that's the thing too like he wasn't at a prestigious school like they they said that in his backstory it wasn't like a super well-known super well like established school um and it wasn't so much he injured somebody it's he 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 prevented a hero from intervening and that's the thing he got nailed with. Not so much the guy like got gravely injured, and like it was it was Gentle's fault. Like it was Gentle's fault that the hero couldn't have prevented the thing like entirely, right? I'm just saying that is the most perfectly placed air disc that it can literally stop a hero from flying and catch the dude at the same exact time. Like I'm saying that thing was exactly where it needs to be, just a little bit more to the left. No, but if it, I mean, thinking about it. Even if Gentle put that desk in the right place and the dude lands on the air, doesn't the thing still land on him? Like, what is Gentle's game plan there? Well, like, I mean, you gotta think, though. He's inexperienced. He like, he, he just thought he could cushion him. So, like, he just wanted to try to do something. It was literally like, I have a quirk that might work in this situation. F- screw it. I'm just gonna use it, right? Like, I, I don't- agree, but him missing, the, him missing probably saved the dude's life, actually. I mean, more about it. The dude dies if Gentle gets that thing in the right place. I mean, like if he puts it under him, like in the in the in the uh, the what is it like a catwalk kind of thing goes past the disc and it only catches like 
our listeners can't see this, but I'm doing this extravagant thing with my hands right now, <laughs> where basically the catwalk keeps falling and the and the dude goes up. So like I mean, and then the gentle could make like another disc to kind of slightly slowly start cushioning the fall and everything like that. But like that's the only thing that made, that was probably his thought process. I mean, I feel like I'm trying to make excuses for the dude, but I you do, I do really, but I do this really. This is canon. Yeah, I think uh, this is head canon. This is head canon is what it is. But he like, but his uh, best. exactly, that's literally it. He just went to try and do something because he knew his quirk was kind of appropriate for the situation. And in the yeah, so, and then his parents throw him out, and he like withdraws from school like that, and then it got then it got like real crappy, like then real. He becomes a hermit. He becomes a hermit. He sees his classmate, who's now a successful age a hero with, with a really whack ass getup. But I mean, like whatever. I don't. I don't know what he was. What doing do you think his quirk is? Like he wears bamboo across his body. Do you think he just shoots like bamboo out of his like arms or something? Like what does that get up? Some plant. Some plant based dude. It's like a rip off uh, Kami Woods. He's the worst Kami Woods. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's Kami Woods we have at home. That's that's who he is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but um, uh, okay, so we went through both backstories, talked about the fight scene, we talked about the festival. What else do you guys want to talk about? We do got to address the relationship between Labrava and Gentle, like a little more, like after we like as the relationship kind of like grew into it. Like Gentle was incredibly accepting of the of Labrava. Had like or Aba Aba I think is her actual name A I B A, Iba, Iba Iba yeah yeah so A-I-B-A. yeah yeah so he basically like like was totally cool with her no matter what and the big thing that sealed the deal for me was the fact that Labrava was clearly self conscious about like these wicked dark circles around his eyes her eyes and eventually Gentle just draws them on himself and I was like damn. That that hit me in the feels. Like I was just like this this dude this dude is a good dude. Like I don't I don't care, man. Like yeah, it, it, seeing the moment between LeBrav, like that whole back like relationship between LeBrav and Gentle is like I I love both of them. I, it made me love Gentle so much and it yeah, it, and it really does reinforce the thing that like he's not a bad dude. He just wants to be remembered. Like he he probably grew up be like just feel like, oh like yeah, yeah, I'm not nothing special and wanted to Feel like he was something special, so he turned to villain to see. But he's not a bad dude. You didn't even see that in the fight with Deku. Like he respects Deku. He doesn't try to hurt Deku. He wants to knock him out and just achieve his goal and move on. Well, I mean, like even throughout the fight, it stopped becoming more like it stopped becoming less and less about him and more about more about like Labrava. Like their that was, dream. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like and the fact that he recognized that he needed to do certain things because he was the reason that she was like she was doing okay, right? So I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm it bummed me out, dude. It, but like this whole episode bummed me out. I was just I was just sad the entire time. I almost I almost wanted I wanted Deku to let like let them get away. Yeah, me too. Like At I was the end I was episode, re- I'm like Deku just throw them away. <laughs> yeah, just, just just be, be a good dude, yeah. man. <laughs> just eat them, yeah. So so yeah, definitely not where I thought their arc was going to end, but I'm really happy it did. And ultimately, it didn't really like. I don't feel like it had much character development for Deku or anyone like that. I feel like the, no. all the character development was on the side of Labrava and Gentle, which feels weird considering we don't know if we'll see them again. But nonetheless, this mini arc, I loved them. I loved them by the end of it. I enjoyed this whole little arc. And now going to the school festival and setting up whatever season five is, the last couple of episodes is going to be great. And I really enjoyed the second half of the season. Yeah, Dylan, it's really you've been, good you've so been, far. Yeah, I, 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 I like the, really the tone yeah? shift a lot for it. Um, you know, because we, we went off of something that was, like, fairly serious, and I think we wanted something, like, lighthearted and fun, but this was a good way to 
not just like pivot 180 to like oh it's just a festival and we're having fun it was like it was like super serious into this like half joking half serious thing and then now we're gonna pivot into like oh let's have a beauty contest and in, in a concert <laughs> if we don't get that pageant i'm gonna be pissed i'm just saying that now we have to and hot is gonna win I oh man, Hatsume's not in it. It's gonna be uh... no no. It, she's gonna find herself in it somehow, and she's gonna win it. They're not gonna give it to an obvious person. No, okay. Let's let's put our money. Who do you think? Who do you guys think gonna win? Hatsume. <laughs> Hatsume or another like joke entry. Like somebody else. Yeah, because I mean, because what's her face was entered by uh, by the other dude. I can't. Why is her name escaping? Kendo. Kendo was yeah. Kendo was uh. Kendo was uh. Entered by God. I want this... her big hand to hit me. Jeez, shut <laughs> up! What the hell? <laughs> oh my fuck. Uh, but like yeah, it's like make a pick so we can move on, James. Please. I'm gonna. Say, I I hope Kendo wins. I really do. I hope Kendo All gets right. in. I'm with I'm with Hado. Let's let's put their listeners out of their fucking misery and move <laughs> on. I I apologize, guys. I'm swearing more than often. Dylan's going off the rails like this is. Dylan's horny is, on main right now. Like it's. Yeah, this, <laughs> it's I'm, just, I'm just hanging out. Come on. <laughs> this is some kind of episode. Oh boy. All right. Unless you guys have anything else about this episode you want to talk about, we move into our class notes section. Uh yeah yeah everything I have is for the preview so yeah. Perfect. But then with that, let us move into our plus ultra recipient for this week. As always, each and every week, each one of us will pick one person that goes beyond win plus ultra, hero, villain, side character, object, whatever you want, you can pick it because you get to decide who you or what do you believe win plus ultra this week. And I always say I'm going to go first, and then I push it off someone else because I don't have a vote, but I have a vote this week. It's Gentle Criminal. Obviously. By far. I love the character development in this episode and this entire arc. The dude's actually badass when he gets a little bit of a power-up, like his quirk could be seriously used for some damage and he ultimately cares about LeBravo, which is just hits me in the feels dude all around 10 out of 10 dude except for being a villain so 9.9 out of 10 dude still 10 out of 10 like you only like dylan if you if you come up with some like some half-ass like reasoning to give it to somebody else like Minata or something like you got two choices in this episode dude you got LeBrava or you got gentle criminal i'm giving it to gentle criminal who are you giving it to I'm gonna give my my I, I what I think went plus ultra was the power of love. Oh my god! <laughs> Ten times powerful. <coughs> no, it could be. It's even more than that because it said the crisis can make the power of love ten times more powerful. That's true. So unlimited like, power. That's why it's plus ultra. Unlimited power. Is that your actual thing? Am I gonna have to write that in the recap that yes. Dylan awarded the plus ultra reward? Yes. To the power of love. Yes. All right, you're banned. You're banned. You're done. We're done. Well, well, I didn't know the rules before. I thought it had to be a person, but that description you just no, gave. No, it could be a concept. I it didn't, be, and, and then, it, yeah. It and could then I'm be a concept? Oh, my I God. Mean, I think, I, I think I, like, now that I know that, I probably would have picked, like, world building, like, six or seven different episodes. Okay, I, I don't want to do that, but, like, it makes sense. Like, power of love here. Like, that is a legitimate thing that brought this episode to a new tier. Like, world Validate building. I, 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 yeah. But like LeBrava's, he pretty much is picking LeBrava. Being LeBrava, that's LeBrava's quirk. He's just not saying it. But I am okay with this, even though it's still All right, yeah, just yeah. Get it. 
All right, let's move on to the preview for next week because Dylan, I know, I mean, James, you said he had something to do with it. But next week's title is going to be Let It Flow School Festival. Decker rushes back to UA at full speed after defeating Gentle and La Brava. And pretty much the rest of the episode is just going to be the show. And there's just a bunch of cutscenes of people getting ready for the show. So not, yeah, not too much in the preview, but we know what next week's going to finally be. I want to talk about those whack-ass outfits. I want to talk about those. Those aren't UA colors. What is this, orange and... Who cares? I, 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 I'm not a fan. I don't like this. That's literally the thing you wanted to talk about in the preview? <laughs> yeah, dude. The whack-ass outfits? Yeah, okay. So, like, we 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 constantly, constantly look for, you know, like, some some good drips in the, in the show. But now we got to go the other way. We got to go We got to go with some, some goddamn nightmares. Let me tell you, that outfit is a... Those, <laughs> those, those outfits are nightmarish. They are gaudy. Wait, what's the opposite? What is the opposite of drip? Yeah, I was about to say, what's the outfit of a drip check? Uh, dry? Like, I don't know, like something. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll workshop it and come back. We'll to workshop you. that, yeah, yeah. We'll come up with something like, 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 gaudy or something. I don't know. But, yeah, no, I know. I, I saw them. I'm like, nah, you got you can't be serious. Because I saw. I've watched it twice, and I did not realize their outfits once. Like, I was totally just something. It's like yeah. a full suit of orange with, like, green buttons. They like, want to stand out. <laughs> yeah, like that's the wrong way to do it, dude. Wait, okay. Side thing about like, remember how they're saying like they wanted to decide what they're gonna do for the school festival, and Froppy said the frog song. I know what the frog song is now. That's from Naruto, right? No. There's a frog song in Naruto that just happened. What? Okay. I think mind. it's probably a folk song. Yeah. Okay. It's unless, song. unless the, the the frog song. In Naruto is the folk song, which I mean, I, I, I would no be idea. surprised. But that happened the other episode. I'm like, oh my god, this might be a, like a reference. But never mind, I'm done now. Okay, anything else besides the horrible outfits, Dylan? You want to talk about for the outline, or are you just excited for the show to finally happen? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready for All it. Right. I want it. I'm ready for it too, but I'm now ready for the season to end. But nonetheless, we don't have the power of that uh, making that choice. We can just keep talking about that. Who knows? We might do a couple episodes after that. I can't promise anything. I might get these guys together for a couple more, but who knows? Let us know if there's anything else you guys want us to talk about after the season's over for the My Hero Academia podcast for Class 1A. Um, and let us know who you think is going to win the beauty pageant. And if you agree with James' choice of outfit, I'm going to give you a couple things of homework this week. Let us know if you agree with James's drip check, who's going to win the outfit, and what do you want us to talk about? Any of the three. Let us know whether it's a five-star review, whether it's on Twitter, or anything like that. But with that, thank you all so much for attending this week's class. We hope to see you all back here next week where we finally get to experience the banger that is going to be the Class 1A show. Yeah. And for all you guys who are sitting at home, because we're all on quarantine, or self-quarantine, or whatever you want to call it, or just unemployed like myself, you guys get nothing better to do? Listen to a podcast. Tell your friends about our podcast. That'd be sick. That'd be great. Spread the word, guys. And hit us with that five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And make sure you check out poppedoff.com and twitter.com slash popped underscore off, which has been fairly active. One, one of these boys here is posting about all sorts of stuff. So if you need something to entertain yourself, go over there. And you get updates on this podcast and all the other stuff we do. But with that... Class is dismissed. We will all see you back here next Saturday.